you'll never put a better bit of butter on your knife. Welcome to Seti Shoppo. This is a podcast where we work out what's the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite. I'm Simon. Hello, Izzy. Simon, you may find yourself living in a shotgun shack. A bit, will I? And you may find yourself in another part of the world. And you may find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile. And you may find yourself in a beautiful house with a beautiful wife. And you may ask yourself, well, how did I get here? That's a talking head song. Mm. I only know that because before we started recording, you told me it was a talking head song. I, I don't know what the talking heads are, really. You must You must know... Letting the days go by. Oh, that I know that. Hold me down. Let I also know that Talking Heads by. is a series of uh, Alan Bennett plays. Uh, that's it my is. that's my uh, favourite reference. With Nora Batty. Nora Batty. Well, the woman who played Nora Batty. No, 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 not the woman who played Nora Batty. The other one. Hyacinth Bucket. Was, no, same sitcom, different lady. Oh, oh, Thora Heard. Thora Heard. Ah. Thora Heard was in his Talking Heads. She was. That's true. That I just know that that riff. I don't know that song. If that makes sense, it's a good song. You'd like it. Well, I'm sure I would. The thing is, Simon, you may ask yourself, "How do I work this?" And you may ask yourself, "Where is that automobile?" And you may tell yourself, "This is not my beautiful house." And you may tell yourself, "This is not my beautiful wife." <laughs> Letting the days go by, <laughs> okay, and let the okay. water hold okay. me down. Okay. See, if I was really singing, stuck in my head, I know. Well, we'll get to what's stuck in my head. In a minute. Is it your own cupcakes that you've been baking? Uh, no, they just get stuck in my teeth. They're all right. They're quite nice. Don't get me wrong, but they're 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 sticky for some reason. Same as it ever was. <laughs> God's sake! Are we going to be doing this all day? <laughs> right. Uh. So Alan wants to know what is the opposite of leaves. Now, can you imagine what has now been stuck in my head since I decided we were doing that? Leaves. Yeah. Is it letting the days go by? <laughs> Let the water. No. Sorry. What? It's all the leaves are brown and the sky is grey. Right now, now I probably know that I'm not the first person to point this out, right? Mm. But it's a winter's day. There would be no leaves on the trees. Well, they're in California. No, he wants to be in California. Oh yeah, no, you're right. He'd be safe and warm if he was in LA. Exactly. California dreaming on a winter's day. I would argue that, for example, copper beaches and those trees that people. Using yeah, their hedges. What's the, what's, what's the qualifier at the start of the sentiment? All, 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 the, leaves. all the leaves are brown. Which I I would suggest if there are winter evergreens, exactly, or poly, exactly. You know. So it, it's a, it's rubbish that song. It's rubbish. What I know about it though is it was in a famous sketch on the sketch show where the backing singers just keep going, "All the leaves are brown," for all of the responses. Nice. Yeah, but but that's that sketch show was remade in about fifteen different languages, and they all did that exact same sketch. And it's really interesting to watch the same sketch in Swedish, Norwegian, with Kelsey Grammer in Bloody America. <laughs> yeah, let's be really, really, really racist about. It's not the racist, Swedish is it? Because I would argue, like, that, like, excuse me, but the Swedes invaded this country, okay, back in the last <laughs> millennia. Right. right. They invaded this country. 
I have family from Yorkshire. I am definitely part of that Viking genetic mix. Look at my height, Simon. I'm definitely not your local pleb like you're deep in breeding. Well, I'm probably Therefore, part it's Viking. not a race issue. It's xenophobia. Simon. Xenophobia. No, xenophobia. You're, you're quite correct. That is true. Yes. Why did you bring it this way, Simon? <laughs> well, tell you what. Let, let's just just trim that a bit and not talk about racism in any way. That is racist, Simon. <laughs> Denying the issue makes the problem worse. We should be open and talk about how racist you are. Exactly. Anyway, so what is the opposite of leaves or a leaf, if you like? A leaf. leaf. What do leaves do, Simon? What's their purpose? They collect sunlight. How do they do that? Chlorophyll? Yeah, that's right. I don't really understand it. It's magic. It's photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. They take heat from the sun or light from the sun. It's not heat, it's light. Go through chlorophyll and it turns into sugar? Kind of, yeah. So it's uh, And then they take that sugar, Mm. they respire, and that breaks down into energy. See, it, it's magic to me. It is pretty. It, to be honest, leaves are pretty cool. And um, what else do they do? So they photosynthesize. What else? Flutter. I've given you. I've already told you one. They respire. Yeah. What else do they do? They have sex. No, they don't have sex. I mean, some of them have adapted into flowers, but we're not doing flowers, are we? Do we? No, we're what not else doing do flowers. They, do? they... already sung a song about it. They Why go, are the leaves they brown? They go brown. They shed. Why? Um, to preserve energy. It's like your favourite subject. To sleep. It's my no, favourite subject. Yeah, usually, usually. To be fair, sleep is usually actually your favourite subject. It's your second favourite subject. <laughs> well, I've already said sex. What happens to you? No, that's not your favourite subject. Before <laughs> sex, Simon has a better bodily function. Food. Which usually, close. They eat close. each other. They don't eat each other, Simon. <laughs> Leaves, unless they are a particular fly type traps. of... Exactly. They don't eat each other. What they do do, Simon, mm. what do you do if you have paprika? A poo. There you go. So it's a waste disposal system as well. That's deciduous trees. Oh, so it's like shedding they, skin. Why? No, it's not like shedding skin because they actually put a lot of toxins back into their leaves and then drop them. But why? why to get, rid of, the, to get, to get rid, rid of the toxins. I see. Yeah. They go, toxins, drop. I get you. Yeah, I exactly. see. I would look good with leaves. You would. <laughs> I mean, you can't look worse. <laughs> That's true. I can't look worse. So we've learned about leaves. So, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to play school. What, what is the opposite of all of that? It's got so something pointless is... on a tree then, isn't it? I mean, there is nothing pointless on a tree. They're very functional. That's things. true. I was about to say bark, but bark serves a function. I mean, a rope swing. Oh, that's not bad. But why? Because it's man-made. Because it, doesn't... it serves no purpose on the tree yeah. except damaging the tree. Yeah. It could be a nail in the tree where someone's nailed into the tree and then the tree's just carried on growing around it. That's annoying when you do woodwork. But I'm also thinking maybe it's something... I know what it is. Ah. It's something that a tree doesn't have, but something else with leaves does have. Is it a submarine door? That no, is a really it's... weird logical leap in my head because it's, I'm I'm thinking of Back to the Future. Oh, God. Make like a tree and get out of here. He gets that wrong. It's leave, yeah. you idiot. And he also says something about a submarine door. I'm sure he does. Does he? Yeah. No. What What is the opposite of a leaf, is he? It's a spine, Simon. Oh. Because books have spines. 
spine and also have leaves. But the spine is the opposite of the leaf because oh. it's like not connect. Well, it is connected to the leaf, but it's like it does an opposite job. Whereas uh, trees don't even have spines unless they've got like spines poking out of them. But I don't mean thorns. I mean spines. So very specifically, a book spine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I think it's just a spine. Well, no, my spine isn't the opposite of a leaf. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. It is. No, I, I'm ruling. It's Your a spine doesn't photosynthesize, does it? It doesn't respire. Well, no, but it, it doesn't contain it's... a load of toxins, which you it drops off every now and again, and it doesn't flutter in the wee, in the breeze. You said wheeze then, as in wee. I know, but as in the plural of urine. Oh no, I I meant I meant wheeze as in the noise that you make when <gasps> you walk up the stairs. That one, the noise I make when I wake up, not with my CPAP machine on. Yes. Anyway, yes, you're right, Alan. The opposite of a leaf is a spine, specifically a book spine. But shh, don't tell anyone. Deb wants to know what is the opposite of that notification noise. Ah no, I caught you out with that one. That's the noise of the vacuum cleaners on the Death Star. That should be a notification noise. What what should also be a notification noise, is it? I think I think Maybe maybe um, Vincent's oh. random yowling in the hallway, and it's notifying you that he's got wet paws. Wet paws, yeah. That is and a notification upset. noise in that sense. Yes. I mean, have you ever actually changed a notification noise? I don't have them on. Yeah, I try not to have them on as much no, as No, you possible. have them on. You have them on. Because I hear them when I'm on the phone to you, Simon. Yeah, that's tr- that is true. Isn't I it? don't, I have no It's my phone that doesn't have notification noises on. What I do have is an, a gentle buzz occasionally. Bzz, bzz, bzz. Yeah. Which so I find go... quite violent. Well, that's because you are, a, you have a leaf for a spine, Simon. <laughs> And you are a, a delicate, delicate flower. I'm a flower. delicate flower. Yeah. Yeah. You are. I'm not. It's a, you find it violent when your phone buzzes. Especially if it's on the table or something. Like a big bong is fine. That's fine. But um, it's quite, quite insistent, that vibration. Especially when it's ringing. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just just enjoying my life has come to listening to a man vibrate over the internet. It's 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 lovely. (laughs) I mean, what's really good about it is that you're actually quite good at these impressions. You could do a show. (laughs) Simon Dunn notifies. Do you know what I think it is, though? What? It's a notification noise, which isn't a deliberate notification noise, but everybody recognises it. How do you mean? Like the old Nokia ringtone? No, 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 no. It's a toaster popping. Oh. That noise. I can't can't make that noise. You you can't even do it. I can't even make... Do you know why? It's because you don't have uh, heat filaments in your mouth (laughs) and the ability... (laughs) To spit toast. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I, I think you do toast. have the ability to I, can spit, I can't spit a whole piece of toast though I think you could train that uh, would be the of your Simon's notification show that would be the culminating that would be my Achilles heel no I know I think it would be the ending <laughs> you spitting toast up into the air no. And then you could do that butter quote you did at the top. You, you'll never put a better bit of butter on your knife. Did you know what that's from? Not a clue. It's from an advert for Country Life Butter. And it features four cartoon men who live in uh, a block of Country Life Butter as a house, right? Still got the wrapper on. And the men are amorphous and are made of butter. And so they live in a house that's made entirely of them. 
there's mean, no, at there's the moment, no... Simon, this sounds like a, one of your dreams. Um... <laughs> there's no space in the house because it's all butter, and they're butter, and they're beseeching the viewer directly. They they specifically talk to the viewer in the in the advert, and they they sing in a happy song to say you should stab a knife into us. And smear us on various bread-based products. I mean, masochism exists in all forms. <laughs> yeah, but if you were made of butter, right, you'd know you were delicate. You'd be susceptible to heat, you'd be susceptible to cats, and you'd be susceptible to baking, right? You wouldn't, like, go, oh, it'd be like me going, oh, you, you should you should put me in a, in a mincemeat machine. I mean, you, sh- you, you should do that. I'd be delicious. <laughs> I mean, I'd, okay, back to notifications. <laughs> is, I, I put to you the opposite is a toaster. Toaster. Going off. A toaster pop. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I think you're right. I think that is exactly right. Because I think we should get our listeners to send in impressions of them doing toasters popping up. Deb, the opposite of a notification noise is a toaster popping up. Now, Chris wants to know what is the opposite of Miss Marple. Oh, dear. Did you know? Uh-oh. <laughs> To know this is good. This is a good fact. What if I? What if I know the fact already? Okay. What, what do you think the, the fact is? is? Um, that I, I think would think talk was about interesting. Agatha Christie going away. Is that? Is that the? Uh, no, that's a, that's a that... fact about Agatha Christie. That's not a fact about. Ms. Oh, Marple. would it? Would it be that? The number of cases solved by Miss Marple is greater than Poirot, something like that. Oh, that's not bad. That would, would be an interesting. Be... I shall tell you, is it? I shall tell you. It is that there is a Japanese anime version of Miss Marple. Okay. There's Japanese anime of almost anything. You realise that? There's not a Japanese anime of me making buzzing noises. <laughs> I bet there is. It's called The Great Detectives Poirot and Marple. And uh, it look, they look pretty good, actually. Certainly he looks better than David Suchet as, as, as Poirot. And she looks a bit like Geraldine McEwen. Okay. I know that the first book of Miss Marple is Murder at the Vicarage, which isn't one of her better ones, in the my opinion. The first full book, yes, but it's not her first appearance. No, it is. No. That's the one that's her first appearance. No, her first appearance was in a short story published in the Royal Magazine in December 1927 called The Tuesday okay. Night Club. Mm, that sounds Fair familiar, enough. doesn't it? Oh, like the Thursday Night Club, yeah, which is direct reference club. to that. Yeah, exactly. yeah, Murder Club. Which later became the first chapter of the 13 problems and her first appearance in a full-length novel was murder at the vicarage in 1930 okay you well, i was right you, you were but I... I know that she has 12 books oh okay cool do you know what her final book is oh god hang on uh is, is it sleeping murder it is can you I name all 12 you... i cannot i bet you could well i know um body in the library is the, the best one i think that's the second one yeah 13 problems I really can't remember them. That's a prior run. The moving finger. Oh, yes. A murder is announced. They do it with mirrors. A pocket full of rye. The 450 from Paddington. Oh, there's a Bertram's Holiday. Bertram's Hotel. Hotel, yeah. Hotel, that's it. The mirror cracked from side to side. A Caribbean mystery. Sleeping murder. What's the the one I haven't said? Oh, fuck knows. Nemesis. 
Oh, okay. So, yeah. I have read them all. I read them all when I was a kid. Yeah, I, I'm ashamed to say I've never read any Agatha Christie. You'd like it. I would. Because it's really, it, it's got the sort of Jane Austen, absolutely, just get on with it type, no Dickensy poncing about stuff. No Dickensy poncing about stuff. Well, the thing with Dickens, right, is he you get into about. it. He does ponce about, because I think he got paid by words. So yeah. he had to, because it was all broken up into chapters, so he just fills it with description, yeah. which I know people love because they love to sort of like oh, let's imagine being impoverished in Victorian London and no, dinosaurs I'm with you on that get on but with it man I find that, yeah well we're very TV you yeah. know, and radio well that's probably why people. Agatha Christie is so pervasively yeah, remade really as TV, TV and film and stuff yeah. um, so what is the opposite of Miss Marple who is a man who's rubbish at solving crime is it Inspector Morse Inspector Morse is rubbish at solving crimes isn't he he is pretty rubbish he really is is rubbish. We'll just check. We haven't done him. Oh, you think oh, we have? We have done the opposite. What's the opposite of Inspector Morse? DCI Jane Tennyson. Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, you're does. right. Inspector Morse is is a pretty good. It's got it's got to be a cop that's rubbish at solving crime, or a cop that does crime, like Vic Mackey. Could be Vic Mackey. I mean, Vic Mackey. You couldn't put Vic Mackey <laughs> in the. I so want a crossover with Miss Aww. Marple at St Mary's Mead with Vic Mackey turning up from the there's, Shield. There's one really, I don't think it's technically anime, but it's a little graphic cartoon that I read recently, which is Columbo and Fraser. Yeah, was, yeah. Cross, that was beautiful. Yeah. Also, um, Alistair Beckett King's anime Columbo is very good. So it's not Kabumbo, because um... it's not Kabumbo. It's Vic Mackey. It is Vic Mackey. Vic Mackey. You're right. You could imagine Inspector Morse popping up weirdly in a Miss. Marple, it wouldn't, it would seem odd, but it wouldn't go, you might go, oh, yeah, okay. But if Vic Mackey turned up and shot Miss Marple in the head. <laughs> Uh, then, yeah, that, I do would, have that a, would great. I do have a different alternative to an opposite. Oh, go on. And that is the greatest serial killer who used to live in, in my town in Reading for a while. Oh, yeah. The, the, so, the, the, the baby killing the one. The baby killing. That's yeah. a bit dark. Amelia Dyer. Amelia Dyer. Because she's real. Yeah. She murdered hundreds of people and well, she got caught and everything. And Miss Marple didn't do all of that. Well, we don't Although, know. Miss Marple may have done Jessica all their Fletcher murders. Jessica Fletcher could have. Jessica Fletcher probably done all their murders as yeah, well. Yeah, she, she must have done. She I mean, Jessica Fletcher town. is just Miss Marple, isn't it? Really? No, because Miss Marple wasn't a writer. She just made cakes. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. I don't just, even think she made cakes. She just cakes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. She's just quite annoying. I didn't. I. I didn't like as a character. Miss Marple was very strange to me because I couldn't. There was, from what I remember, like I say, I this I read these like twenty years ago, but I do not remember her ever um having much of a backstory in the so she's always kind of like she's just always been this old lady forever yeah she did, I she's not that... old either i think she's like 50 <laughs> she's often played older on screen isn't she mm. than she she um is in the books does she age in the books like poirot does Yes, she does, but not 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 as quick, not in, not, the same. Not in real time in the same way. No, I don't think I, I can't remember. Like literally, I had I I read them. I remember stuff about murders, but not much about her, which I think is possibly why she was quite good because she was quite well. It's that whole you can paste yourself onto that. They're they're an avatar at that point, aren't they? That's why Luke Skywalker works really well and why Neo works well. Harry Potter, Harry Potter, exactly. Yeah, I, I'm going with Vic Mackey. I think because it's just okay. funnier. The crazy opposite, Miss Marple is. 
Vic Mackey. Therefore, this week we worked out the opposite of a leaf is a book spine, that the opposite of a notification noise is a toaster popping up, and the opposite of Miss Marple is Vic Mackey. You may plug your other podcasts. Please listen to Terrible Lizards. It is very good, and Simon's been helping me with the editing because he's amazing. So um, if you want to listen to stuff about dinosaurs and know how people know how hard they bit and people know how fast they ran, that's the sort of thing you, you should listen to. Also, please um, pre-order Blackbeard's Treasure. comes out on the 5th of January. It is a swashbuckling adventure with real pirates and real ships and actual, you know, the ships are where they are in history at the time they are, except for Vane comes back to Nassau two days early in my book, but Sharp, it's... It is know. also a properly good adventure story. It is a, it is a little bit fun. There's like, you know, a Han Solo-y type character as well. So yes, do, 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 please do that. Um, Even if you're not going to read it, if you um just pre-order it and buy it, that would make me very happy. Good Christmas present or a late Christmas present, I suppose. A late Christmas present, which is annoying. But there we go. So so please, please do that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. I have a book out, but you should definitely not buy that because that would be Oh, weird. it's good. It's called Proctology and it's all about the sitcom Bottom and it's quite interesting. It's a sort of, you know, you can dip in and out of it because that's what I've been doing. I haven't really that's, come to cover That's how it was that. written. That's exactly. And, and it like gives you a little history about British TV sitcoms, what's happening in politics, what's going on. It's quite a sort of like, you know, you could look at it as a sort of flannerial style into British culture written by an idiot in Thornton. <laughs> yeah, more likely an idiot talking rubbish. We that's will be good. back soon with more Opposites of Opposites because that is what we do. Goodbye. Hello. Hello.